두둥 넷플릭스 두둥 Fucking let's do it. Much like the blast from a homemade shotgun into Shinzo Abe. Oh, too soon. We're here. And we're queer. You better get used to it. Well, I don't think that guy was queer, though. I don't think that was his point. No, he said we're here. We're queer. Yeah, but you said much like the blast. Oh, no, the shotgun was queer. The shotgun was queer. What what part of who was queer in the Shinzo Abe thing? I'm Uh, really going to dig into this. Ah, damn it. I we're like the blast from the homemade shotgun. That's the entrance we're making. Like the blast from a homemade shotgun. I see. Into Shinzo Abe specifically. I've uh, over examined the analogy. Rest in peace, fascist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, rest in peace. I think the last thing I heard about it. Uh, was, that's our um, first and last podcast. The last thing I heard about it was the the assassin. I think mentioned that um. His mother had been scammed by a religious cult and yeah, brought the family into ruin. And Shinzo Abe is involved in uh, SGI, or is it the Reunification Church? One of those shitty, like, um, yeah, I mean, he's a, know, he's, a, he's the Japanese there. version of a right wing evangelical guy. Yeah, pretty much. His, I mean, every, his grandfather's a war criminal. Prosecutors war criminal. CIA helped him out, set him up, you know, so that they could get Japan going as like a little vassal state to the United States. Whatever. I figure that's why they're not talking about it too much in mainstream American news. Because like, what if people just, Google yeah. Shinzo Abe's past? No, I just think it's because no one gives a shit about foreign news, anyways. Like, I, I, unless the Queen yeah, of England is. gets blasted with a shotgun, Americans aren't going to care. I guess a lot of Americans Americans don't even care when uh, we probably barely care if. Uh, uh, American political figure got assassinated. Yeah, plus I guess it's like, oh, East Asia, they got what, uh, K-pop, uh, anime, China bad? That's about it. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah, well, I mean, not just K- K-pop, but just generally Korean media. Korean content. Korean content, good. This is our new podcast. Uh, it's been a month since we did the other one. This one is tentatively titled Content Sewer. Essentially, what we're going to do is we're going to watch every single Netflix original film and uh, tell you how tell bad you, they are. Tell really. you why Netflix made terrible, terrible mistakes. Well, why Netflix is definitely going out of business. I, I, I guarantee Netflix will be out of business before we finish this podcast. Well, I mean, you say out of business. That doesn't happen with these large companies anymore. Okay, what will well, happen is they'll get absorbed. Someone else will buy them out. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, it'll be uh, a wing of Disney, I'm sure. Uh, I, I, my money is on Apple. No, Disney's going to own everything eventually. Like, uh, you know, um, what's the David Foster Wallace book that people dunk on all uh, the time? But we were dunking on it. We've dunked on it several times on those podcasts. Yeah. Um, 
God, why well, I can't remember either. I'm getting Alzheimer's. But yeah, you know, fucking uh, the big one, <laughs> Infinite Jest. <laughs> yeah, you know the but, um, hit interviews with hideous men. <laughs> yeah, but in Infinite Jest, all movies are referred to as Disney's. Yeah, yeah, because they have a monopoly on uh, content, as it were. I won't go so far to say filmmaking or art, but content, because as we all know, Netflix and other producers they don't make movies anymore; they make content. And people can't get enough of this content. I believe it's estimated that since 2015, every three minutes, Netflix releases new content. Is that right? Something like that. That sounds like a, a that sounds like a statistic that you made up as a joke. It's, it is a figure that I just made up. <laughs> but the the important thing is, there's so much content out there to consume, and us as Americans, really worldwide at this point. The only thing, the only ways we have left to express ourselves is by the content we consume. So what we're going to do is what happens to these films after they're consumed? What happens to them? <laughs> well, much like everything else in this plasticine piece of shit world, I've been having a bad couple weeks. Yeah, so it sounds today. like it's good. We're really drawing in all the viewers here. Uh, or listening. Uh, sure, whichever platform it, you're turning in on. Yeah, you humans too. can they consume it and it turns to shit. I mean, that's and what happens. <laughs> it's just that's just happens when you consume things. Yeah, and you know what? We're gonna wade through that shit. We're gonna see if we can find some gold in that shit, some real gems hidden. We're like waste management for this content. We're gonna sift through all the old content, figure out what makes it tick. Is that How what do waste Netflix... management does? I watch I Dirty Jobs. I don't think that's what waste management does. They're not down there, like, sifting through shit, looking for, like, people's lost jewelry and stuff? <laughs> no. No. Well, I don't... No, some I don't of think them so. Are, yeah, but, some of them are, uh, you know, you can't... Sometimes you... You pay the broad brush, you know? I bet sometimes you take a look, right? You see a little glint passing by in the dookie stream, and you're like, well, what could that be? I mean, I've played enough Resident Evil games. Sometimes it's, like, a ruby. Fuck, yeah. And there's puzzles you need to solve to get around your house. Yeah, or the police station. He, I want the skeleton keys somewhere. They, the police stations are actually designed like that to protect the police. <laughs> well, I mean, I think it, the in lore game reason is like, wasn't it like a museum at one point, and the police took it over? I think it's the whole thing. Oh, I don't know. Or someone's I personal mansion. I, the, I can't remember what it actually actually was. There was a there was a reason why the whole fucking police station was insane. Mm-hmm. Well, I thought it was because the original design of the game was going to take place in a museum or something, and then they decided to change it to the police station. I mean, that's probably weird too. But <laughs> I know I think there's a practical game making reason tied in with the, uh, uh, more the actual story reason. Story yeah. reason. The actual story reason. Because I know someone. There's a, some like independent group restored like some of the original designs for Resident Evil Two, and it's not a police station. I don't think, or yeah. maybe it is still a police station, but it sucks. <laughs> the shitty police station. Well, it's like more like a realistic police station, oh. so it's you know boring. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bunch of uh, cubicles, a jail cell. That's it. Yeah, a bunch <laughs> of fat white guys looking like thumbs hanging around. Terrible. In fact, there's not zombies in that one. In that one, <laughs> your enemy is the police. Pretty, uh, pretty left wing Resident Evil too. They had to change it up for Japan. As soon as Shinzo Abe got elected. <laughs> <laughs> Really messing with the timeline here. Mm-hmm. 
wasn't he was like prime minister for like 80 years or some shit right Isn't uh, he you know, he, prime minister? he definitely was not prime minister in 92 or whatever yeah but he's longest longest serving prime minister right yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. I, I, you're uh, really testing my knowledge of Japanese prime ministers here. I think so, but yeah. I don't have to double check. Oh yeah, he was the longest serving prime minister in Japanese history. Um, but, but people aren't here to learn about Japan or prime ministers. They're here to learn about Netflix and Adam Sandler. And, oh yeah, um, yeah. And, one and, of um, Google's autofills for Shinzo Abe, though, one of the first results is grandfather. So I guess some people are checking it out. <laughs> no it's just about him being a grandfather oh uh, yeah so it's been a month since we did a podcast brand new we're off to new start clean slate can't be cancelled for any of the other crazy shit I said on the other podcast uh, new stuff yep. now I'm a whole That's new man recently had a birthday um, I'm old enough now that I can't be cancelled for anything I say just like Dave Chappelle you just go oh <laughs> that old man oh, <laughs> if, you, if you argue with you and, and actually you're a tool of oppression Oh, yeah, like children at a high school. <laughs> this is it, fucking content sewer. Very first episode. We're going to watch I'm <laughs> every original film. Dumpster. First one we watched is Ridiculous 6. But what have you been up to for the last month? I got a new chair. I haven't done really a goddamn thing. I don't, you know, I've been in back pain a lot. I went to the doctor and they're like, hey, it's going to be it's going to be a while uh, for you to do anything about the back of yours. Have fun. Yeah. Take um, take take out ibuprofen. I got this new chair, that's about it. Otherwise, you know. I'm barely hanging in there to be honest. Uh I've been I've noticed or I figured out like my my style of like comfort films, like a genre that for some reason is really comforting to me. <clears throat> uh Japanese found footage horror movies. I've been watching those like crazy. Yeah, wow. You have weird comfort films. I don't have any mm-hmm. you know, I don't take comfort in films anymore. Uh, oh really <laughs> movies are like movies and lifting weights are like all i got left i just lift weight watch a movie that's it that's all i can do that's all i can handle <laughs> <laughs> maybe if i went back and like try to uh, do like some sort of weird nostalgia thing and watch a bunch of movies when i was a kid from when i was a kid or something i, I could get something mm-hmm. out of it but i don't know uh a lot of times i just sit and watch movies like ah you son of a bitch i'm wasting, I'm wasting two hours of my life on this fuck you adam sandler what else would you be doing I don't know. I, I you know I got kids. I could do something with them. Oh, uh, Koji Shira Ishii is really good. At, he's like the master of found footage in Japan. But um, Naroi the Curse. Everyone should just watch that. That's a good one. There you go. Yeah, feel real good about uh, yourself um, after you're done. But all right, fuck it. Let's do a ridiculous six. Uh, yeah, two hours. I couldn't believe this. Shit. Oh, oh my god, I, I turned on Netflix and I, I said <laughs> two hours. I'm like, fucking Adam Sandler, you're gonna owe me, you owe me for this already. <laughs> well, I tried to watch it earlier this week and it, it was like, oh, two hours. And I was like, mm, not right now, I guess. And then I finally watched it last night. Like, two even, hours, fucking no way, man. For this a comedy movie? Yeah. Fucking water. How long is The Water Boy? It's got to only be like 80 minutes, right? That's the right amount for Adam Sandler movie, except for Uncut Gems. That's, I mean, or that's the right amount for basically any comedy singer. movie ever, right? Like, anything over an hour and 40 minutes, you're really, you're, you're well, overstaying your welcome. How long is 2022's greatest comedy film, Thor, Love, and Thunder? I, I guess about I think six it's, hours. I think it's an hour and 52 minutes. 
Oh, that's you know that's pretty svelte for a Marvel movie, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the only reason I know that is uh, Ryan. Three hours into it, Ryan went and saw it with a bunch of friends the other day, and it's because we had a time when we were going to pick him up. So, I think did he like it? Did he talk about all the queer representation that Taika Waititi lauded in the film? Yeah, he was real. He just wouldn't show about all like, the yeah. queer representation in it. I was like, yeah, it was super gay, just like Taika Waititi said. Yikes! Man, I've seen. It. I don't know how gay it is or, or not gay it is, but it, like any time you expect a Marvel movie to be especially gay, you're probably asking yourself for, for some trouble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Taika Waititi, motherfucker, fell off. I used to be like, well, big he, fan he got of a little Taika. bit of that that quiche, and he became like the worst, god awful. <laughs> he should have he should have stayed in New Zealand where he belonged with the Flight of Concord boys. Uh, Jermaine's all over the place these days, you know. Um, no, he's not. <laughs> I see his his shows. His he's many got shows? shows. Well, he's not on well, them. But what yeah. we do in the shadows, and then the his. Wellington Paranormal, right? Oh, which is a spinoff of what we do in the shadows. Yeah, right? technically. Yeah. Well, good for him. Glad he's still getting work. Uh, who directed this film? It wasn't Taika Waititi. It was uh, Frank Karachi. And Frank um, Karachi's. He also directed The Waterboy, mm. which is a better film. Waterboy is not a good movie by any means, but it's a pretty good Adam Sandler movie, and it's a lot better than Ridiculous Six, right? Right. Well, I mean, this movie was written by the guy that wrote Happy Gilmore. May he fell off, too, in Psycho <laughs> TV. Uh, this guy also, Frank Crouchy, also directed probably, like, the... The best, like, actual film from Adam Sandler's, like, early run, The Wedding Singer. Oh, yeah. Right? Maybe still it's one not... of his best movies, you know? It, it, yeah. It obviously, he has the, the, the dramas, but it, uh, for sure, his best comedy. It's, like, not my favorite from, like, his early period. Like, I, I Happy Gilmore and um, Billy Madison, like, if I want to watch a stupid Adam Sandler movie, I'm going to watch oh, yeah. those, you know? But uh, the wedding singer is like you could argue that like oh this is a very well made competent like romantic comedy and Drew Barrymore is really cute in it so cool but you know time makes fools of us all <laughs> well I mean this is ridiculous six it's not like it's a badly directed film though to be honest they even use like lots of fun sets which is interesting for. A Netflix production. I'm guessing it wasn't originally. I don't. I'm guessing it wasn't. The initial production wasn't done by Netflix. I bet like this was shopped around, or maybe they picked it up when they made that deal with Adam Sandler, yeah, where he's gonna make movies for him. Think I remember. And this is obviously something we should looked up before, but I think this. Is, I remember this being part of the rap deal that Adam Sandler had with yeah. Netflix. But I think it was the first one, so I don't know if it was already made. And they were just shopping around, and then Netflix is like uh, saw it and is like, "Whoa, my Sandler, make oh, us yeah, twenty more go. of these guys." Uh, the movie was initially to be produced by Sony Pictures, then Paramount Pictures, but both studios passed on the project. Wow, when uh, Sony Warner passes Brothers on a Sandler movie, and Paramount too. Uh, Warner Brothers was in an advanced state of negotiations, but dropped it after Adam Sandler signed a four-picture deal with Netflix. Oh well, so basically oh. it was something he already had. In, uh, well, then Netflix did pay for the. Uh, the yeah, they did make it then. Yeah, which I guess the. Um, you know, they're you act like know. they're Disney. They're not quite Disney. Yeah, here. I won't be too hard on Netflix yet because I don't think I've watched very many of their actual original films. <laughs> so, 
I guess maybe I don't know too much about Netflix. I, I, do, I do think generally give their uh, their folks a little bit looser leash, but that's uh, that's obviously going to change. Mm-hmm. Because of movies like The Ridiculous Six. Yeah, but so, um, you know, back in the day, they called New Line Cinema the house that uh, Freddie built. Yeah. Because Nightmare on Elm Street was so successful, they kept New Line in business. Like, technically... The only reason we have Peter Jackson's Lord of the Rings trilogy is because of Nightmare on Elm Street. You ever thought about that? I mean, yeah, briefly Think when about I was it. like 19. Think about it now. I don't want to. I thought about it before. But anyways, in a similar vein to that, you might be able to say like Netflix is the house that Adam Sandler built. But then it was immediately bought out by BlackRock and it's now being used as an Airbnb to drive up residential prices in like an urban development. Until like the housing market crashes, and then they can you know flip it. That's kind of like what Netflix is, right? Yes, essentially. Like a like a corporate scam is what I'm saying. I mean, uh, scam might be a little little much, but yeah, you know, let's say yeah. any other stock. Well, I mean, like they're no, they've never made money, right? Isn't that the secret thing? Is like Netflix uh, doesn't make money. They've made money a couple all, times. They've made money. They haven't all. They've not made a lot of money and not made money consistently, but they have made money occasionally. Well, like when this movie came out, since it was like no, their, they were definitely I, losing money when this when they were, when they made them deal with the salmon. They, they hadn't made turn a profit at all a single quarter. Yeah, but remember, like the the media, the news around this movie when it came out was Netflix just like oh, billions of like fifty billion people. Double the population of Earth watched this movie. Remember? It's <laughs> well, like, that's that's that every real. time the, the yeah, Netflix comes out, it's like, oh, Bird Box, like a million trillion people oh. watched the Bird Box. And they said Sandra Bullock deserves six Oscars for it. Yeah, that shit ain't real. They just lie about that shit. But that was the big thing with the Ridiculous Six. And they're like, oh, fucking stocks are going through the roof now because eventually, maybe, you can make some money with the old Netflix. Adam Sandler <laughs> made money off of them, though. I understand makes money uh, off everybody who works with. Yeah, that's true. So it was one of four movies. Did he ever get around to those four movies? I know yeah. there's like a new one that just came out. For sure. Um, there's one with Chris Rock. The fuck? <laughs> I remember where he's like, a, Sam was like a spy or something. Oh, Hoobie Halloween. That's oh, on Netflix, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, what Hotel Transylvania is those Netflix shit? No, that's not Netflix one. The Myrowitz story stories. I, that's a, I think that is the Netflix, but it's that's Noah Baumbach though, not specifically part of the Adam Sandler deal. Um, so uh, I did watch Hustle. It's good. It's not as good as Uncut Gems. That's is it as good as uh, Blue Chips. Remember Blue Chips? Oh, it's better. I think it's better than. Yeah. I think it's better than Blue Chips. It's called, you know what? Blue Chips is pretty good. It's not. I don't think it's the best basketball movie you ever made either, which is something uh, I definitely heard people say online. Uh, remember, like how the theme of Blue Chips though is like it was bad for college athletes to be paid. Like that was the message of the movie. I always, <laughs> I guess, I kind of thought the, the message <laughs> of the movie was bad. Was bad for this dude to like be under the coach to be underhanded and like break the rules and shit. But like that, everybody was doing it though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. I just remember, you know, they should do it for the love of the game. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here's the movies. Uh, there's been six, it looks like. Ridiculous Six, followed by mm-hmm. The Do-Over, Sandy Wexler, The Week Of, and Murder Mystery. 
Oh, and there's a murder mystery sequel coming out I just saw on IMDb. And the sixth few film, Hubie Halloween, will be released this year. Mm. I think this article's from 2020. Oh, so they extended it then. Yeah, they extended it. Another four movies, I believe. That's that's because of Uncut Gems magic, I bet. Right. Well, I mean, yeah. Like, well, I guess maybe like, you gotta get gems a, or... yeah, like to get us a, get us an uncut gems movie, and you can do four more mm-hmm. of us. Yeah, that's what they said. They're like, hey, you know what? We know the Safdie brothers have been trying to get you for uncut gems. So we want you to go be an uncut gems, put your name like back on the map, so the people recognize like, oh yeah, Adam Sandler is actually pretty tight. And then we'll make four more terrible movies. How does that sound? <laughs> Same, man. Well, I mean, if you look and at these, uh, hey, I go to nice locations with my friends for these movies. And they said, hell yeah. He's like, Oh, I'm on board. <laughs> well, if you look Can't at the name, the list of names on or titles of these movies, you, then you don't recognize a single one, but hustle hustle is the only one that's gotten any buzz at all uh, surrounding it. For, yeah. For the content that Sam has produced for them. Yeah. But if you look at, uh, Sandler's like entire career, like 10% of it is good movies. You know what I mean? Like he can be in good shit and do a good job, but like, that's not what he wants to do. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, that's fine. Let's talk about just how awful this, this particular movie is. Oh, this is the worst. I fucking can't stand this movie. Like 45 minutes into the movie, like it was running on fumes and they were like out of ideas already. So it was just like, oh, yeah. And uh, Luke Wilson and Terry Crews are here. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, yeah, okay. Legitimately, after that, uh, the scene with um, Harvey Cattell, right? I'm like, okay, this movie's got to be over. We've got to be like an hour, 30 minutes. Mm. We're coming up to the finale. So I looked at the time, I'm like an hour and 10 minutes left. Are you fucking mm-hmm. shitting me? Uh, it's got a lot of uh, cool cameos in it, right? You were like, "Oh, damn, Nick Nolte can barely speak." drink He's just drunk the entire time. That's the Nick Nolte. He does, he does sound like drunk as fuck. Uh, Harvey Keitel's good though. He's shockingly, Keitel, you know. Yeah, I'm mean, not surprised. Uh, Will Forte's in it. Remember that guy from Saturday Night Live and other shit? I don't know. I'm sure he's done other shit. <laughs> There's a lot of guys who are like, hey, remember that guy from Saturday Night Live? That's half the cast. Danny Trejo from Saturday Night Live's in it. Vanilla <laughs> Ice from Saturday Night Live. Um, who played Wyatt Earp? Oh, shit. You look familiar. I, I can't. But you know what? White dudes. They always say. Could have been any white dudes. Steve Zahn was in it. <clears throat> yeah, uh, that's the only guy to scoop out his own eye. Holy sh- fucking! Let's talk shit about Taylor Lautner for a second. Oh my! The, oh my god! This character. Well, that's not I his fault. How bad, bad the character is, but holy crap! I yeah, can't believe but, how much. Oh, why would you do that voice, dude? <laughs> yeah, I, I could. It, it was a real simple Jack. It's like it, if it, Simple Jack yeah, yeah, yeah. wasn't a parody. Hmm. Well, I mean, so it, technically this movie is parody or satire, right? I mean, it can't. Uh, just There's moments of it it can't decide tropes. whether or not it wants to be, yeah. how serious it wants to be, you know? Well, that's the thing, too, is uh, remember other news about it at the time is a lot of the um, Native American extras walked off set, right? Oh, why, why are they be upset about the, uh, <laughs> what was it, beaver breath? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which, you know what? I thought that was a pretty good. One. There's some good ones in here. There's some good ones in here. Uh, like um, yeah, typical white man. When they're uh, the 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 bros uh, 
providing oral sex to Shark Boy. <laughs> um, and the the two other outlaws roll upon it, and the, the the dude's like, "That's just wrong." And the other dude's like, "Yeah, is it?" And I was like, yeah, "That's kind of a good joke." There's some other shit like um when the the one native dude did his impersonation. Oh yeah, no, man. I got, I don't, I left that part. I think that was the only part I actually yeah. left that. And need potato chips. Like that was cute. And then the, the screaming eagles response to it is like, I don't know where he comes up with this stuff. <laughs> yeah, so like there's some funny shit in there, but then also there's um a burrow that just shits, right? It just shoots liquid shit everywhere. And it's an important plot point for one of their heists. <laughs> two two their heists. <laughs> yeah, so that's like fucking I, my thing too is like they basically use the same character. Let's have the same character twice because the guy from Lost also plays Simple Jack. Oh yeah, but he's like you know um, a savage mountain person, and Taylor Lautner is a hillbilly, or really you know like they have different kinds of brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> he's like kind of what got kicked by Mule. Yeah, like uh, Jorge's character. From Lost, he's playing like you know a feral child, basically. Yeah, and, uh, they, uh, Shark- I do like that they make fun of fetal alcohol syndrome for his yeah. backstory. And Shark Boy is, um, yeah, like he got kicked in the head in the head by an animal or some shit, or like, yeah, that's the way it seems. You know, like you would think you get enough brain damage. That's interesting to think about, though, as a personal aside. I think the first like couple of concussions I got in like my early to mid twenties from drinking and fighting and stuff, I think those messed me up. But then the the other concussions I got in my late twenties, <laughs> they, they like straightened me around. Huh? I think they fixed it because like my like mood swings and like uh, emotional problems got better in my like thirties. So that last concussion, yeah, like twenty. Well, it's the normal aging process and like your hormones settling as you you know. You even nah, have adulthood. You know, there's probably something regular like that. Nah, it's a concussion. Uh, well, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> it's brain damage. Yeah, it's it's just like the cartoon. Damage. If you get hit in the head and you get amnesia and forget shit, yeah. just get in the head and hit in the head again, you remember everything. It makes sense to me. Cartoon logic makes sense for a lot of stuff. <clears throat> uh, Luke Wilson's also in the movie. <laughs> Kinda. He's you never right. I mean? like, yeah. They're like, well... Here he is. That's the funny thing too. For for a two hour movie, like there is so little anything. For, like well, the characters don't the, do shit. Like the the whole movie is they're moving from uh, one weird bit to the piece, next yeah. bit. But like all of them are bad. Every like individual bit is terrible, or it goes on too long, or whatever. And they're like not. There's no in no connective tissue. It's just like all right, this scene's over. Here's another one. The, uh, Sometimes they'll do transition shots of them like crossing a river on horseback, just to get to like another, another bit. And they're all well, pretty bad. My favorite the one is one, one that, the baseball. I was gonna say the baseball one is my favorite bit. The whole movie should have been about the creation of baseball. Um, the, that, what's crazy about it though is like yeah, the baseball bit is the best bit, and it's it's got to only be like I don't know, we'll say like seven minutes, but it still feels like it goes on way too long. And even though it goes on way too long, I feel like there's much more like material you could do around baseball. But it's the, this movie's so bad that it um it's excruciating, even when it's like kind of good. Yeah, the baseball. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but um after we're done here, if you want to watch a a fun baseball thing too, 
Um, it reminds like me of uh, the Conan, Conan O'Brien, yeah, the, yeah. the old timey baseball thing, just a worse version of that. The best part of that Conan interview, though, is the um, spooky girl. Oh, yeah, she's like, my, my husband's dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she's, she rules. She's definitely my style. That's my steez. I like that spooky girl. I like that spooky girl. I like her, too, because she's just like, you know what I want to do? I want to go be a creep at the fucking baseball reenactment. Yeah, that's fucking tight as shit. Like, what a hobby. Right? Don't you think? Yeah, like, I'm not doing anything Saturday morning. We don't fucking dress old-timey and be weird. God. I love it. I've, she's got to be. If, you, she, if she could cook, you should marry her. She's probably already married and stuff by now. She was, like, 20 in, like, the year 2001 when it came <laughs> out. She's probably got kids and stuff. She's got no use for a man like me. A guy that can only lift weight and watch movie. Julia Jones, though. Well, that's real cutie sweetie. That's uh, Smoking Fox. That's also like a pretty offensive name. All the uh, like, all the Native Americans are pretty, basically offensive. Mm. Um, there's uh, that one throwaway joke where it's uh, what doesn't wear a bra. Like, oh, yeah. a hot, uh, like, check out this beautiful babe. She doesn't wear a bra. Get it? Like, yep. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got the hot oh. status character. Because he's, uh-huh. the, he's the coolest guy in the world. Everyone knows that. This is a st- I, I thought, Sandler does that in like three, three or four of his movies. I'm getting real tired of it. Uh, he, that's like um, all stand-up comedians' dream is to get to the point where they get to make movies just so they can like be partnered up with the hot girl. You know what I mean? They, they fucking they go to sleep. Yeah, they all saw Woody Allen. Like, oh, I can do it someday. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh, Vanilla Ice is in it as Mark Twain for some reason. He does a decent Mark Twain. I think it's a interesting concept to have Mark Twain um, act like Vanilla Ice. I'm wondering if like that was intentional or if like the Vanilla Ice was just like, yeah, this is just how I'm gonna do it. You know? <laughs> I'm just here. I'm gonna just be myself. Thank you, guys. And uh, David Spade's in it. It's I General mean, Custer. He, as Dan Sandler movie. Spade, you're going to see Schneider, you're going to see Spade. You know what's uh, quite spurious about this film? I find it hard to believe that Mark Twain would be spending any time with General Custer. Yeah, probably probably not. It really uh, took me out of that scene (laughs) with uh, David Spade, Vanilla John Lovitz, and Rob Schneider. I was like, this is a little too historically inaccurate for me. (laughs) And they were so careful with the rest of their timeline, so you know. Yeah, sure. Oh, was that uh, uh, was that Chris Kattan as John Wilkes Booth? Oh, was it? I don't know. Let's check it out. Adam Sandler as Tommy. That's not his character. His name is White Knife. Yeah, <laughs> I thought it was White is, Knight like, the entire time. White Knife sounds like fucking a character Rob Leifeld would have created in the 90s for Image. It's White Knife. Yeah, it's like Black Knife. John Lovis, Whitney Cummings, Nick Swardson... Blake Shelton is Wyatt Earp. Isn't that a country man? Yeah, oh, country man. He's married to the one of the most beautiful dames in the world. Gwen Stefani. For real? You didn't know that? I thought... Oh, wait, I guess I did kind of know that. I think who's, we talked about um, this before. This is Nicole Kidman married to. She's married to a country guy too, yeah, right? Yeah, the Australian country guy. What's his name? Carl Urban. <laughs> no. 
from the boys. It's Keith Urban. Yeah, yeah Keith, Keith Urban. Urban. Yeah, not Ur- you got what? the Urban part right. Was that shit real? I saw someone talking about um, Naomi Watts and Nicole Kidman like had an openly a relationship together. I forgot to do like any research to see if it was true or not. But I'm just gonna go with it. Nicole Kidman and Naomi Watts love each other. She should leave uh, Blake Sh- Keith <laughs> Keith Shelton. <laughs> Blake, Blake Urban. Yeah. Blake uh, Urban Buscemi's does sound like a, a cowboy singer. Yeah, Steve Buscemi's in it. John Turturro. Chris Parnell. Jared Sandler. Who the fuck is that? Is that like his son or something? It's his dog. The fuck? Internationally touring comedian based out of New York and Los Angeles? That's a lie. <laughs> he's he's lying to you. Oh, right. he's yeah, he's the nephew of Adam Sandler. Hmm. What in the world? <laughs> All right, man. Good for you, I guess. <laughs> uh, Jackie Sandler's also in it. She plays Never Wears Bra. What is her relation to Adam Sandler? His wife. Yep. Damn, that's crazy. Adam Sandler's wife is that gorgeous. Gorgeous. <laughs> I guess if you're funny, huh? Yeah. Well, and not just funny. Funny and rich. Who was I looking for? Oh yeah, Chris Kattan. There he is. He did play John Wilkes Booth. I knew it. I knew. I saw. I know that little rat face anymore. No, it's me. It's Chris Kattan, guys. Hey, I want to see what you Did they think that scene was gonna be funny too? Like, oh, imagine he had to go take a dude. He had to take shit, and that's why John Wilkes Booth killed Abraham Lincoln. I did. I did laugh when Abraham Lincoln goes, "Are you shitting me?" I think what would have been better is if well, instead of that scene is um they set it up like it was going to be that way, but then it just cut to the whitest kids you know uh, sketch where Abraham Lincoln get, gets killed because that's way funnier. Yeah, you, know, you always love when movies cut to a, a funnier <laughs> thing from someone else's show. Yeah, that's what they should have done. That this is way better than they just cut this. You know what? Up. When they go to the Night baseball part, they should have cut to Conan O'Brien going to old timey baseball. Yeah, or Field of Dreams. No, not oh, Field of Dreams. Yeah. It wouldn't worked in a comedy so much, huh? Nah, uh, just also <laughs> Field of Dreams. Is it really Field of Dreams that good to you, Kyle? You like Field of Dreams that much? I don't know. It's Kevin Costner's in it. Yeah, that's that's Costman. <clears throat> it's definitely not a movie I've revisited or had any um, want to, because I don't really like Costner or baseball or America. So <laughs> that's what all three are about. You know, fuck it, huh? Also, when the uh, Harvey Keitel's head gets knocked off by a shovel, what they should have cut to instead was the uh, Bud Dwyer suicide footage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody, let's be traumatized for a second. <laughs> so, well, oh, yeah. So, uh, do you know what this movie's about? Not. You know, honestly, I'm not really sure at the at the end of the day. Um, this carousing man uh, does a flim flam on his son's. Yeah, so uh, Adam Sandler plays a a white man who's been uh, raised by Native Americans. Apache. His real father comes. Yeah, Apache, specifically. Um, His father comes to swindle him. He doesn't know he's swindling him, of course, because he's just a naive um, knife guy. You know what I mean? All he only knows about knives and like banging hot dames. And uh, along the way, he meets his five other brothers who are all um well i guess there's only one racial stereotype among the brothers right yeah i'll play by robert schneider <laughs> mm. 
And what I find interesting about Rob Schneider's character is we meet his mother first, right? Who um seems like could be a real human being. Yes. But then somehow she raised this fucking caricature. Yeah, so she raised like it's that, that is, that, he's, yeah, here. she raised the caricature that Rob Schneider played in all the other Adam Sandler movies. Yeah, uh, you can do you can do a uh Rob Schneider sucks, don't you think? I uh, know I'm a big Rob Schneider fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love all his works. I, I saw uh, like Surf Ninjas. Oh, you know I'll go to battle oh, Surf, Surf Ninjas. Ninja. Surf yeah, Ninjas pretty gotcha. tight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I saw um. So like you know who's the the um BBW from the first season of Mandalorian that got canceled because she sucks. She's like oh I don't know her name Gina I want to say, but yeah, not but Gina Davis. She, she started working with like, like God's um, Not Dead too. Yeah, like fucking Ben Shapiro's production shit or whatever, yeah. right? Whatever those fools are called, and they released some cowboy movies she made. And I like one of the headlines I saw about it is like the only celebrity who showed up for it who wasn't in the film, Rob Schneider. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> he just like he probably doesn't have much to do anymore, right? So he's um, like, well, it's an it's an affair. It's the season's greatest how how to do. <laughs> I, I also believe that he's a little bit on the right wing, not, and I'm, I don't mean just a little bit. Oh, like QAnon shit? Yeah, a little QAnon. Yeah, that sounds about right for old Rob Schneider. He's like, oh, I can't believe she got canceled. Uh, also, I believe uh, the appetizers are free, correct? Well, I, he had to have just been going there just to be seen, right? Well, <laughs> it was free food. I, well, I feel like a lot of those, um, uh, you know, Yeah, but failed. are you, like, you going to be seen at God's Not Dead again, too? Well, yeah, if you're trying to court that to be your new audience, right? That's like what oh, all yeah, these he's going after the comedians uh... and... Yeah, they just pivot to the right wing. You know what? Like, it's a built-in audience. For Schneider, it's not a bad play. <laughs> I guess. I mean, he's not. I, I, he's I not. He's not gotten anything else. He's not doing anything else. I. I just can't fathom anyone, even if like they had the, the exact same political views as me, and but they were just as shitty as Rob Schneider. There'd be. I'd still fuck for Rob Schneider. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Put him against the wall. <laughs> Seen enough. I'm looking at pictures. Uh, her name is Gina Carano. Ah, I got the forgot. I got yeah. part of it. Uh, I mean, huh. who is your who's your favorite brother of these uh, these ridiculous six? I mean, just Luke Wilson, I guess, or the Sandman. I'm a, Adam Sandler and Luke Wilson. I'm a big Little Pete guy. Fuck! I can't stand <laughs> the fucking character. I hate Shark Boy in this movie. I'm basically just saying like, Shark Boy. I just Taylor Lautner can eat, eat shit. Oh man, I don't care about that shit. Like Twilight, whatever. No, no, I just just feel it. I've I've always felt it. Every time I see him, and then after this movie, I really feel it. Well, I mean, I think he sucks. He's like not a good actor at all. But like, no hate for him specifically. But oh, tons of hate for him in this movie. I can't stand it, man. Fucking what the fuck was the point of him writing to his? There's so much shit in this movie. Like, yeah, like why did that narration come out of nowhere? And it's only like in the middle of the movie and at the end. And like, fuck it. Oh my god. This movie's garbage. It's probably one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. It's a good job, and, Netflix. We're well, after a great, they, you're after a great start here. Well, they made like a hundred billion trillion dollars off this movie, according to their own reporting. That's not so like here, that's the thing with Netflix. Like, how do you measure the success for these movies for original content? You know what I mean? If you spend a hundred billion dollars, 
but you're just maintaining the same number of subscribers you've had before? Did you really actually make any money? Because isn't that how HBO used to measure their success is like how many new subscribers stuff pulled in? They must be monitoring everyone's account, right? Well, yeah, no shit. So they just they just look at numbers, number go up. 20 trillion. <sighs> this people's been watched by this movie's been watched by more people than have ever been alive on earth, Sean. I, I guess like, what is the question I I have I keep asking myself is what do what do people mm-hmm. really use Netflix for, right? Is there sole person per, source entertainment? You know, is that all they do is watch Netflix? Because well, then it makes so sense it, to fund all this weird shit that Netflix pays for, like the Ridiculous Six and, you know, weird reality <laughs> shows and bullshit. But When if, this movie came out in 2015, uh, Netflix was primarily used by people to watch The Office. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's always seemed like to me like Netflix has had a couple of things that, that everybody wanted, right? And then there's uh-huh. all these little niche things that, oh, I, like I'm already paying for Netflix because of The Office. They have this. I may as well watch this. That seems that's always seemed to me like look, that, look ridiculous. Six is that kind of shit. Well, I yeah, I think they just they were trying anything for a while. Let's yeah, let's throw it at the wall yeah. and see what sticks. Well, yeah, because they're not. I mentioned at the beginning they're not making art. They're not making films. That's ridiculous. Oh, all of this is art. Really, is I, ridiculous. Six was art. They, um, it has art assets in it. Certainly, <laughs> someone had designed those sets and yeah. costumes and stuff, you know. But it is this is content, and I've noticed. Uh, I think and someone that, had to um, put a lot of thought into what the the Burroughs doo doo is going to look like. Yeah, and also someone had to do the CGI to make the Burrow make funny faces when it's getting fingered by Steve Buscemi and stuff, huh? I was so, assuming you know, he was googly eyes. Yeah. <laughs> You know how back in the day, like Roger Rabbit, they could do like hours of supplementary material about how the film was made. Yeah, this was like we used a computer. (laughs) Yeah, like imagine if they did that shit now for like Thor, Love and Thunder. We just watch people sitting at a computer. No hate to these like ununionized people that are in absolute god awful conditions pumping out shit from marvel i realize yeah, but we don't hard. think it's art <laughs> well like it just wouldn't be any it wouldn't be interesting to watch would it someone just sitting on a computer for i don't know 16 hours a day yeah i guess but like at the yeah. same time like it's not really that fun to watch someone like paint models for 16 hours a day either it's more about oh, talking that, the actual craft of it oh i guess it's interesting to me <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I'm subscribing yeah. to this uh, this wargaming YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I just I really like the um, improv improvisation and like um, problem solving that went into special effects up until it got to CG. So practical effects, I think practical effects and how they're made and blah blah, blah are really really interesting. And um, you know, watching someone 3D model not that interesting. It's you know, it's still hard work. Just you know, can't we'll never have fun supplemental material anymore. That's why they don't have like extras on DVDs or extras on Netflix or any of that shit anymore. Because all of it would be like, all right, well, uh, here's all the 18 different scenes we composited of the Avengers to make one group shot because none of them were on set for the same day and it's all on green screen. And we use this exciting new technology volume where um, everything is just out of focus backgrounds arts. <laughs> How how, uh, how dare you? <laughs> but Ridiculous Six uh, is shot on location. They do have some fun sets, um, so it's better than any Marvel movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Except for maybe the first Iron Man. I remember the first Iron Man kind of had uh, some, like... Uh, I, you know, honestly, I really think it's after, the, it's after the first Avengers movies where they, they really start to... Uh, really fall off, yeah. yeah. Even the, like, if you go watch the second Thor, there's there's plenty of Dutch angles. There's going to be... Oh, yeah, because that's Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. Oh, um, my God, famously, he, he Famously, he directed one of the greatest films ever made, Belfast. It's, um... It's a movie. It's a, it was made during the pandemic, that's for sure. So, as you can tell, carrying over from our other podcasts, there's going to be a similar, a similar theme of shitting on Marvel nonstop. <laughs> I just can't. So I'll, we're I'll really, never, really never going after the, the money at this point. Uh, so, Ridiculous 6, um, it's got... Yeah, the, the, he's getting swindled by Nick Nolte, uh, and he meets his brothers along the way. His brothers are... Jorge Garcia, who is the wild man. Rob Schneider is a Mexican stereotype. Luke Wilson, um, I guess he can shoot guns pretty good, but they only utilize the one scene. That's fucking, this is the weirdest Western, right? Because there's only like one shootout. There's just a lot of, again, a lot of weird choices. And going back to what we said at the beginning, like the tone of this movie is strange. <laughs> Well, I hate that Adam Sandler's character is like a superhero and shit, right? That fucking sucks. Yeah, it's so dumb. Like, why? Why can yeah, he? Why yeah. is he? Why can he do why is everything? He super fast and why turn he have magic? Yeah, because yeah, they were like, man, uh, we got to come up with like some uh, interesting ways for them to be able to complete these heists and stuff. And well, I don't want to put any thought into that. So he uses, you know, Indian magic to turn into tumbleweeds. Wouldn't it have been more fun to like split up some of his powers among some of his brothers? I mean, if you want something more fun that utilizes uh, powers and stuff, just watch uh, the heroic, tweet, heroic trio starring Michelle Yeoh. And, uh, <laughs> You're real on Michelle Yeoh. <laughs> well, before, well, prior to um, just watching Japanese found footage horror movies, I just think it's been a I month was... since we recorded this. You again, you're still mentioning Michelle Yeoh movies. Oh yeah, because well, yeah, I was watching the Hong Kong action movies from the '90s for like weeks on end. Because this is what was going on with Hong Kong '90s action movies, right? It was like we're gonna take Maggie Chung or Michelle Yeoh, we're gonna make them like it's gonna be the hottest one you've ever seen, and she's got a big ass gun, she's kicking people in the face. Um, I don't know, it's just fucking. It was uh, historians call it <laughs> the sexiest time in film history. <laughs> Is the hottest film the hottest film had ever been, <laughs> and a guy with a cool bike get laid. Oh, some, oh. <clears throat> the movies are hot. And Michelle Yeoh was hotter. Michelle Yeoh's the hottest. Well, actually, I'm more of a Maggie Chung guy, but Michelle Yeoh she's just hot on her heels. They should have had um, Maggie Chung and Michelle Yeoh in Ridiculous Six. No, why? Because then they could be um, like you know Chinese laborers. <laughs> they already had some of those. They were playing baseball. They weren't particularly offensive, I guess, aside from like how they were dressed. But like, is that maybe period accurate clo- clothing? Yeah, the clothing was. Wasn't, just, I, I, it was just. It seems. Or is it just John Ford accurate clothing? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck man, Adam Sandler. It, it, like, know, for every time he gives you gold, he gives you like just a pile of shit. Yeah, you know what? But like, he's he for me, he's like garnered so much generosity from uncut gems that like he can he can do another fifteen of these movies, and then like just Just, get him in like another Safety Brothers movie or something, and it'll be fine. Just do me a favor and don't do it on Netflix because I don't really want to watch him ever again. (laughs) 
Well, we got to watch a few of them. We're watching Hubie Halloween for sure. Oh, fucking hell. Because I've never seen it, but like a damn Santa Halloween movie, it's got to be. It's got to be better than Ridiculous 6, I would think. I don't think Blake Shelton's in it, that's for sure. <laughs> you don't know that. Don't don't say that before, uh, mm-hmm. before we watch it. Uh, right, so, personal reviews, Ridiculous 6. I hate it. Taylor Lautner, fucking god-awful, can't stand it. Um, the Herm character is terrible, too. Luke Wilson and Terry Crews are just in it. Uh, Rob Schneider, I hate Rob Schneider. Schneider uh, terribly written. Everything is just like weakly connected little bits goes on too long <clears throat> the final act is like fucking i don't know it's got to be only 20 minutes maybe but it feels like three additional hours it just keeps going and they're like oh actually you got tricked and blah blah, blah. <laughs> yeah it was um, a bomb but- in the pack and then we got you and then these guys are our friends now and hey they're back and we're gonna shoot we're doing a shootout but not really it's but, just like um, a knife fight positive things uh I don't know. I'd still like Adam Sandler. Uh, Julia Jones is beautiful. Apparently, Adam Sandler's wife is really attractive, too. So. <laughs> Something we learned today, huh? Yeah, 10 out of 10. Uh, yeah. Just like Thor, Love and Thunder, this one's for the gays. Uh, yeah, mm. uh, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff in here for not only the, the, queer, the queer folks out there, but mm. uh, I think the Native American community. Uh, oh yeah, the Mexican American community, uh, just anybody that with uh, with with even a hint of uh, I think Latin in their their language will love uh, Rob <laughs> Schneider's character. Um, yeah, I feel it really represented um, a lot of my friends and the family. <laughs> just really not nothing really to redeem this movie at all. I mean, yeah, I guess Adam Sandler's wife's a real hottie patate, whatever. But I just. 53 minutes into this movie, I was ready for it to be over. What do you think could have saved it? I mean, like, some Peckinpah-style, like, shootouts would have been cool. Like, some, you know, squib-heavy shit, just blood. Yeah, I mean, Um, that would have helped, I guess. But really the thing that would have... um, You'd have to completely rewrite it. Yeah, that's really... You just need some sort of actual direction and, and purpose for the movie instead of, like, these loosely connected bits. Yeah, it was uh, you know what? I got it was almost as bad as an episode of Saturday Night Live. <laughs> almost, almost as bad. <laughs> it was the only way. It was as like bad you, as several episodes, several of the worst episodes of Saturday Night Live. If they would have like come out, like the Di- like, Andrew Dice Clay <laughs> years of Saturday Night Live, not like if they would have like had like a Hillary Clinton cameo, yeah, then it would have pushed it over Saturday Night Live, but. Dangerously close. If you know, if uh, if it would have been time period appropriate, they would have done it because they threw Lincoln in. That's true, and as, as we know, Lincoln exactly as problematic as Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <clears throat> if you don't but, think Lincoln um, is problematic in today's eyes, I have some news for you. I uh, I'm checking. I'm looking at Letterbox now. Um, there's 11 fans of this film on Letterbox. And I just randomly chose this person who um, I'm not going to say their name in case a lot of people listen to this and don't go harass people or whatever. But uh, they gave it five stars and listed it as one of their favorite films. But interestingly enough, in her bio, she mentions that she's bisexual. So you mm, know so it is for the queers. <laughs> I guess this film really is for the queers. Uh, she's also a happy mother of four. So, 
She's one of those bisexuals. She's one of those ever like every girl I've dated. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, but fucking ridiculous six is one of her favorite films. Uh her other favorite films that she has listed here are uh Yeah, let's judge her. Know. I'm gonna judge her. Hold on, continue. Well, no, no, just just take a just you know, a few guesses what her other top four might be. Was They're pretty pretty yeah, you know, you, you I mean like you won't be shocked. Avengers. Yeah. Which okay. Avengers though? <sighs> Fuck. Endgame? Yep. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um is there another Marvel movie on there? There's another comic book movie from a may you might say from a slightly different generation, maybe like a transitional Oh, sort of the Dark Knight? Dark Knight Rises. Not even the Dark Knight. Are you fucking shitting me? Ugh. And then the other one, uh, I don't think you'd be able to guess. It's Judy, the Judy Garland biopic. How weird. Which I don't know. I don't know that anyone's ever even seen this film. I watched it with my wife. So, Nerds to You, and it was nominated for an Oscar. So, because it's a biopic of a famous movie person. She's the, branching out a little bit, though. Her recent activity is uh, Firewalk With Me, the Twin Peaks movie. She's got a Twin Peaks, huh? And uh, Mad Max Fury Road. All right. But here's the, here's the problem, though. Twin, Firewalk With Me got a uh, half star. Whew. Fury Road got one and a half stars. So she may not have the best taste. I don't know. I don't know, bro. No, bro. Oh, bro, I don't think she has a review of Ridiculous Six. Just right? give you like a rated. Rated oh, what a what a jerk. Oh man, <clears throat> oh, hold on, let me see all. She's not very active on uh, Letterboxd. Yeah, now she doesn't have a review for Ridiculous Six. God damn it! I want to know what she loved about it that she thought it was as good as uh, Dark Knight Rises, Avengers Endgame, but um, <laughs> it was worse than 2001: The Space Odyssey, though. <laughs> Holy shit. I'm trying to parse and this. It's worse than Mad Max Fury Road and Firewalk with me. So, you know, the uh, taste is subjective. Firewalk's a TV with me. Or Firewalk with me is a TV movie. doesn't <clears throat> count. Now that came out in theaters. Did it really? Oh. Yeah. The very opening scene is a TV getting smashed. Your, your opening scene is a TV getting smashed. It will be in my film about how much content is bad <laughs> whatever uh you do have a positive review for it though i there's Correct. so this, i have on rotten tomatoes and there are actually so many positive reviews i'm shocked and terrified by it let's hear a good one um, well this guy like this one of this guy also's favorite film is ridiculous six as long as also along with um spider-man no way home and deadpool so all right well here good company here we go. <laughs> right. I must be one of the only people who like this movie. This is one of my mm. favorite movies, and in my opinion, the comedy, while being immature and slightly offensive, is exactly my kind of humor. And I think that it's done really well. People need to stop taking the jokes too seriously and reading <laughs> into them if they think they're too offensive. Because to be brutally honest, you're going to have a bad time if you're offended by this movie. I've said my piece. Don't at me. Facts don't care about your feelings, Snowflake. 
Yeah, I mean, it's the problem with the movie isn't it's offensive. It's, it's, it's a fucking lore. shitty movie. Like, I, the, the offensive jokes are just, like, not, they're not funny. It's part of the problem. Like, yeah. sometimes it's, like it's okay even. to be offensive if you're fucking funny. And these aren't, when you're not funny, it's even worse. It's like, goddamn, like, dude, yeah. dude fuck you. That's like not even, yeah, they're not even like particularly mean or hateful or they're just, it's just bad. And yeah, like, they're just low effort not, and, and useless. Stupid. Useless. Yeah, they don't serve the, anything. Well, I remember the argument about like how when the um, native extras walked off set, like the producers was like, well, you know, it's like satire about how they were depicted <clears throat> in film, in contemporary films, contemporary westerns at the time. And it's like, yeah, that's true, but. You know, write it so it it that's what the joke's about. You know, <laughs> that's that's not the jokes they were making. They're just like, hey, Native American people have uh, different names. <laughs> I, I'm still amazed by how many positive reviews this movie gets around. I guess you know, you never su- surprised. Uh, well, uh, it's interesting. We live. Uh, I don't know. I feel like this may be the 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 lowest cultural literacy interest in art. That humanity has ever had this time period right now. What are you, what are you and, talking um, about? Stranger Things four just came out. It's going really gangbusters. Did you, oh, hear, it's about, did you just hear about it Me- four it's four? Uh, did you hear about Metallica? No, uh, uh, what about them? There they got they the Masters of Puppet. Oh, that's a dope ass song. Yeah, and it's in it, and everybody's loving it. Hell yeah! I guess they need more money. Stream them <laughs> on Spotify. <laughs> they got more money than God. Uh, yeah, but I mean, that's what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode of the podcast is, uh, there's just a lot of content and it gets consumed and it gets shit out and it's all meaningless and pointless. And unfortunately, a large majority of the world population, all they do is consume meaningless content, which is fine, right? Everyone needs escapism. You don't need to worry about shit. You don't need to be hell in movies like me. I know like I'm fucking weird about movies and shit, but, um, yeah, it's you know bad for the world, and um, also it makes you a boring person, and most importantly, it's destroying movies, <laughs> which is the most important thing. It's, you know, it's bad for the the world. You know, there's environmental impact, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, but the most important thing, the worst thing about it, is like they're just not making as many weird movies that I want to watch. You know. Yeah, uh, people need to (laughs) cater to your specific tastes. This is they should make contents for your swamp or sewer or Dookie Dumpster. I'm a white man between the ages of 18 and 45. Shit, I'm I'm supposed to be like the primary demographic that everything's being sold to, right? Yeah, where's mine? We're in horror movies. (laughs) None of this shit's interesting to me. Why don't they actually make fucking queer movies anymore? Huh? I want to watch that shit. Make it. They won't, though, because they're not catering to me. <laughs> um, I do want to stop because uh, I think I found what is my favorite review of this movie. Okay. Uh, Hit it up. Uh, first, I want to let you know this is from 2017, December 2017. This is one okay. of those movies that when first released gets no love. It wouldn't shock me that several years from now, people will be like, where was this movie been hiding? This movie is funny, Period. It's silly humor along the likes of Airplane, the movie. I have watched this movie at least seven times, and I chuckle oh, every time. The comedy timing, in my opinion, IMO, was spot on. The actors played the roles wonderfully. This is pure comedy gold. Once again, in my opinion, I enjoyed the quirky 
comedy immensely. Good work, man. <laughs> uh, you know, it's been a few years. I don't think he was right about this one. No, I don't think this is going to end up being like um, <clears throat> a hidden gem or a cult classic or any of that Reddit shit, right? I don't think. But you know what? What I just said previously, I do think people's brains are rotting more. So, like, so, <laughs> as film and art declines, maybe in 15 years, like, they will be like, holy shit, like, fucking, they used to make movies that kind of had jokes in them. Because if we continue along the same path now, everything's going to be, like, not jokes, like, in Marvel movies. Fuck you, Marvel. <laughs> I have a good idea for an X-Men movie. Fuck you, Marvel. <laughs> You'll never have it. <laughs> <laughs> Call me. I need money. <laughs> I would love, I'd love some of the Marvel cash. Don't listen to any of my podcasts. I'll delete them all. This is my agent's name. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can understand why triple someone, X, I, I mean, I can understand why someone would like this movie. I can't. Uh, like, it's like not appealing to me, even as like a dumb comedy. If I want to watch a dumb Adam Sandler comedy, I'll watch one of his other ones. I think it's even bad on that measurement. But, you know, for someone, you know, if they want to turn their brain off and just consume or whatever, I get it. The problem is, though, like. This money could have gone. To some so many better places, <laughs> the money they spent on this film. Yeah, could have gone right into my fucking pocket for one. Yeah, they could have paid me to make this movie. And like, I guess what's most aggravating about it, like this isn't like a moral stance. I mean, that's all this podcast is about is about weird moral stances involving nah, movie. Like, I'm here's what this podcast is really about, and what really irks me about it. I don't know that people's consumption habits have any moral value to them or not. I don't try to push that agenda. I just like weird movies and I wish there's more of them. But the the aggravating thing about it is like with that um review you just read where people can't just like shit anymore. They have to like justify why it's good. Like Marvel movies and shit, Netflix shit, they made more money in the world. Everyone sees this shit, everyone consumes them, blah blah blah. And it, it's not okay, like for it's not okay for it to be bad or for you to just like it. You have to be like fucking Spider Man needs to win an Oscar, and this I mean, is it, the greatest. Yeah, movie. I mean, no, more than that, let it's it be like what it is. other everybody has to like it too. Like it's personally offensive if someone else doesn't like yeah. the shit you like for some reason. Yeah, and all the people will fucking do like crazy gymnastics to like much like the Joker movie. And fuck you, justify like moral reasons why corporate products are good right like all the moral posturing around marvel movies right like remember the rep all the representation of the eternals and oh the taiko atd's doing so much for queer films <laughs> that's just not Waititi real again. that's just not real that's fucking bullshit you don't and you don't need to come up with like more like some more argument for why a movie you like yeah, i mean it's morally yeah. just whatever it's just a fucking movie man i like russ meyer movies there's no moral justification for like lesbian exploitation movies. That shit's just interesting. Just <laughs> like shit. Damn. Not if you're lesbian being exploited. I don't know. I'm sure there's horror stories about Russ Myers. Yeah, I, I, think I, I mean, yeah, if you're just looking at Hollywood in general, yeah. <laughs> a good 50 50 shot at that one. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, speaking of that, and the, like some of the least shocking news ever, Vince McMahon is uh, apparently a, a fucking crazy sex person, huh? <laughs> I, I, yeah, whatever. It makes sense. I every, everything about him is evil, you know. <laughs> I don't mean yeah, whatever. In like disregarding it, it's just like fucking. 
hopefully he faces some consequences about it but it's kind of like what he's under the gun for is misappropriating corporate funds not for being a sex pest right yeah i, I imagine he skates mm. on all charges oh yeah 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 even his misappropriating corporate funds. I think I think he mm-hmm. can misappropriate all kinds of corporate funds for for that kind well, of. Well, he also has like that fucking hot shit lawyer who got him out of like the steroid shit and all sorts. Oh of yeah, stuff. that guy, yeah. that fucking weird. I remember him from the mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dark Side of the Ring documentaries. Yeah, McDevitt or whatever. Uh-huh. Fuck that dude. Yeah, he's. Yeah, so I'm sure he'll be fine. But you know what I mean? Like, I like all sorts of problematic shit. It doesn't make me a bad person. There's plenty of reasons I'm a bad person. It's not because it's, it's all besides the problematic shit I consume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah, all yeah. the problematic shit I do. So yeah, no judgment, no hate. If you like ridiculous six, no, I'm uh, dude, that's ridiculous. You know what I mean? I I judge. It doesn't mean. Well, I guess I don't. It doesn't mean you're morally a bad person necessarily. No, I'm not you bringing have, morals into this or ethics. I'm just, just saying that you have bad fucking taste. Yeah, you got bad taste. Ridiculous six is a shit movie. I imagine most of the movies we're gonna watch are shit because I, I like I said I haven't watched very many Netflix original films because if it's not like The Irishman, uh, usually to me it being in a Netflix production means it's probably gonna be shit, you know. But the only thing I have to gauge that off of is like Stranger Things because <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like the only Netflix original thing I've watched. Oh, I get The Witcher. I watched the first season of The Witcher. Is that Netflix's? Yeah, I think Netflix's. they. Netflix's is, that's Netflix's. So, I mean, my. my yeah. our, obviously, our final judgment on, on the regular six is it's just fucking god awful. It's just bad. Like, even on. Even in the, the stretch of terrible movies that Adam Sandler was making, The Ridiculous Six is one of the worst ones, right? There's that, uh, that one where he plays his own twin sister with uh, Al Pacino. Oh, the, with the Duncan Chino. But that <laughs> went on to spawn a, and like a never-ending <sighs> meme on the internet. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's, 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 I think it for the meme, but, you know, it, the world would still be better if it, it and if the it meme didn't exist. didn't exist, you know? Yeah. Um. I mean, uh, yeah, Jack and Jill, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. You know, his biggest, what, honestly, one of... Adam Sandler's most offensive movies to me, though, is the uh, Judd Apatow one, Funny People. And it oh. doesn't. Why is that? Why is that movie like three and a half hours long? <laughs> that was the, the period where I think Judd Apatow was like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna crawl my own ass. Oh yeah, for sure. Because it was like he, he, as if like Knocked Up was like elevated comedy, right? And he was like, well, fucking yeah. I mean, he basically who can like, stop me now? <laughs> I, I figured out how to make Kevin Smith movies profitable. Yeah, yeah, that is exactly what happens. And where is he at now? Whatever happened to Judd Apatow? I'm pretty sure he's still doing all right. I don't think so. When was the last time he directed something, huh? Uh, like a year or two ago, he did that Pete, Peter Davidson movie. Oh, the King of Staten Island. Oh, speaking of movies, uh, what are we watching next? I like I said, I haven't watched a lot of uh, Netflix films but there is a polish horror movie that i've been meaning to watch for a couple years that like i I don't think netflix produced it but technically it's a netflix film because i think that's the only way it got distribution was through netflix yeah so like Uh, they made it was a it was a polish original movie and then they 
Yeah, they bought. Yeah, Poland's production and yeah. Netflix bought it for distribution. Worldwide distribution, yeah. more and more. I think even it didn't even get distribution in Poland from another company or anything. I think it's only distributor was Netflix, I believe. But I think maybe I'll know more next week. Maybe I'll do some research. I don't know. I barely researched Ridiculous Six. What did I need to know? Adam Sandler's in it. I don't know. It was probably doo-doo and shit. Adam Sandler's in it, which means I'm going to see <laughs> Rob Schneider and David Spade and Norm MacDonald. Mm-hmm. Well, not again, but before when this movie was in for sure. Norm MacDonald was in it for a second doing an impersonation of Slim Pickens. Yeah, I saw him. Oh, uh, oh yeah. The movie that we're watching next week is called "Nobody Sleeps in the Woods Tonight." Oh, don't tell me what to do. I'll sleep where I want. It's the goddamn uh, woods. The Polish title is something that I cannot pronounce. Sounded more Danish than Polish to me. Danish just sounds like goofy English. Shit, man. Well, that, that was the first episode of Content Sewer. Um, I don't know. Maybe we'll do more research. Maybe you go fuck yourself. <laughs> Who really cares, man? This is just stupid ass Netflix movies. They just keep making this shit. I mean, what does it matter what we do anyways? We're just we're just polishing brass on the Titanic. Hell yeah. That's you know, it's the world's going down. Uh I'm just staying alive. I need something to fill my time. And what better way than to watch really bad Netflix movies? Talk about them on the internet. With watch, my watch, watch better movies. <laughs> Uh, let's be honest though, I'm not going to make it. So you need to go to the VHSKVLT.com and donate to the Patreon. I can't work a regular job. I realized this like the last couple weeks. There's something wrong with me. I got problems. Whatever. I can't work a regular job. I always end up drinking and fucking up some shit. Um, donate to the Patreon. <laughs> VHSKVLT.com. You can listen to the other old podcasts there if you want to. Otherwise, um, I think this podcast is going to be coming out on Fridays. So every Friday, just come listen to this podcast about shitty Netflix originals. What's convenient about this podcast compared to the original VHS cult where we were watching like hard to find like 80s shit. This shit's all on Netflix. So you <laughs> yeah. just watch it. Everybody has Netflix, right? Oh, Netflix oh wait, that's a problem. Right? These days, no one has Netflix anymore and they're, they're, they're going down. Damn it. Well, no, what the problem is that like... Hey, this podcast, Netflix has, should should... Sponsor our podcast. No, we're going to get sponsored by Tubi. I'd love Tubi. <laughs> uh, but the problem Netflix is having is like one family member has Netflix and 20 other family members use that account, I believe. I think that's what their problem is. Well, you know, they advertise that as like a feature a uh, few years back. They used to, so but now problem. it's like you can only have it on like three devices or whatever. Um, yes, yeah, so tune in next week. VHSKVLT.com. Donate to the Patreon. Uh, save my life. Sean's got kids. He's save got, their lives. How many kids he's got now? Six uh, of them, like, seven. I think it was like 10 or 12 of them hanging around somewhere. Oh, a bunch of kids. Damn Catholics. Uh, see you next week for where we, we will go sifting through the sewage of content again to see what Netflix <laughs> is all time about. This a Polish sewer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's going to be lots of pierogies. That's Polish. Yeah, thing, so right? you got it. And goulash. Mm, I don't know about that one. I think you're going further east, though. Mm. Oh, well, that's it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.